0: Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China-based strategic market research company founded in 2010. Hello, everyone. Um, My name is Aurelien Riguard. I'm the co-founder and vice president of IT Consultis. I'm from France. I've been in China and started this uh, adventure nine years ago. So IT Consultis is a digital transformation company uh, with a team of 80 people um, in three countries, which are China, Singapore, and Vietnam. Uh, So we are helping Fortune 500 and uh, fast scaling startups to work on their digital transformation Uh, It can range from e-commerce, from building mini-programs, from building website, apps, integrating systems together, or overall work as a consultant on their digital transformation initiatives.
1: What features and functions can be developed through mini-programs? Can we develop a chatbot, a mini-game, a payment system, a shop, a face recognition or CR? Also, what can and cannot be implemented through a mini-program?
0: Well, I think, you know, like the beauty of like a mini program is that you basically can develop almost everything and anything. So Apple is launching their own version of their mini program very soon. So believe it or not, like, you know, like Tencent has launched, you know, this revolution and Apple right now is going to follow through in a couple of weeks. It's been announced. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how things are moving forward. So. Once again, you know, coming back to what we were saying, you know, like providing the fact that, you know, you have like a backend that allow your digital transformation to to happen, then like in the front end, you can do, you know, everything. If you want to do artificial intelligence, you know, like related to um, different price structure, uh, depending on like what time of the day you're booking or depending on the traffic on the platform, you can implement all of this because most of the logic is going to be implemented in the backend. And basically the mini program is is just a front end. Uh, that is kind of like plugged on it. So um, things that can be implemented on a mini program that are very popular in China is of course, you know, like loyalty program or referral system, because like we're saying, those are private traffics. And those are, you know, like very uh, I don't know, they're isolated. They are like kind of like silos. And the issue that you have with the silos is that it's hard to drive the traffic, you know, like within the silos. So, You want to encourage, you know, like people to reshare or to purchase on it or to come back to it. So you need to find like different ways to make it happen so you can find, you know, some ways to build like social components um, within your mini program or like driving, you know, the traffic through a specific KOL. Uh, or like building some referral program. So all of this is is definitely possible. but the main system, the main function right now of like of those mini programs is to really drive traffic for the brands to have like full ownership and understanding of like what their users need.
1: What features are usable with a native APP that you cannot find in the mini program?
0: So I think there is still some you know like limitation when it comes to AR. Uh, augmented reality. So, you know, like WeChat came up with an AR kit uh, not that long ago. Uh, It was not like fully necessarily used and now, you know, like brands are going to start leveraging it. Uh, That's something we're going to see, you know, like more and more, especially for new retail. Uh, We have a couple of projects with like luxury brands, you know, like working on like new retail and how you build like AR and how you build like O2O experiences. But like, those are not, you know, as advanced as what you can do, you know, like with the Apple AR, AR for instance. Um, but this is going to follow, you know, like step by step. So, but apart from this, you know, like right this moment, you know, there is very little limitation, like from what you can do with a native app or a mini program. The only difference is really, you know, standing with the user experience, you know, like when you're on a mini program, you know, like every, you know, other seconds, you're going to have your phone vibrating because you're going to have another conversation taking place, you know, like somewhere else. which means like in terms of user experience, you know, like you always going to have, you know, like the top header and the bottom header that are going to be a little bit different. So in terms of user experience, you're going to be in an area where you always, you know, you very often need to rush. So basically, usually what marketers are going to do, they're going to work on the fear of missing out in order to drive a purchase or in order to accelerate the conversion because they do understand that, you know, like the patience of people when they are on a mini program is going to be more limited than the one that they have on like a full app where they are isolated from from the rest. Uh, although now, you know, like you have the the opportunity to kind of like minimize your mini program and come back to it afterwards, but still like you're kind of like multitasking and it's not like, you know, the fine, finest experience, but you know, like I see, you know, like people are more and more like fully using mini program. Afterwards, if you need to have an app to learn Chinese or to learn English, of course you want to isolate yourself and like for 20 minutes be somewhere else. And, and this is where, you would need, you know, like your own app. But like, if you're a luxury brand thinking, oh, you know, I need my user to download an app to shop, I don't think this is necessary. Or you need to provide, you know, like very specific, you know, like user experience or very specific, use, you know, products to drive the user over there. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense to do it.
1: What kind of IE can be implemented within a mini program, and how smart can a mini program be with what Tencent is offering now?
0: Well, I mean, like AI is a very, very broad uh, topic, uh, you know, like we don't, I mean, there's going to be AI uh, a little bit, you know, like everywhere, but like what, what you see for, you know, like most of the brands right now that like they're just trying to work on their digital transformation. <laughs> so they want to do something that was like paper-based and they want to digitally transform it. So I think in China, we are arriving at a period of time, which is, you know, like there's a strong disruption where all companies, all brands, whether they are B2C, B2C, B2B2C, they do understand that, you know, everything that was done on paper right now, they need to digitally transform it. So like the AI is probably going to be really the next layer that is going to come afterwards. Right now, I'll say it's too early. If you're talking about AI, you know, like you can talk about the AI that you have, like, for example, on your C-Trip, you know, on your booking engine uh, that will calculate, you know, like the different price depending on the traffic that you can have on a specific platform. But that's not necessarily something that is related to the which mini program itself that's something that is related to you know like all the systems that are created um, you know like for the booking for the booking engine
1: does Tencent offer some IE libraries or building blocks which help you to process intelligence through the mini programs
0: so I I think this is uh, really the early stage of, of that particular part Uh, i don't see any requests from any of of our clients so of course you get you know like the ar that is coming directly natively embedded in your chat system uh but you know like the latest really you know strong digital transformation in uh, you know like mini program has been the live stream so live stream being made like very easily available uh you know like from the back end and what you can do is like for brand you know, like, and we, we tried it and we've done it for, for a few brands. And it's actually pretty, pretty interesting. You know, our brands just go on their back end. They make a request, you know, like to WeChat, to have the live streaming function. Just a few clicks later, basically, you can see yourself and you are broadcasted to the, you know, to the entire world. And, you know, like that's, you know, the digital transformation. And that's what, you know, I know at some point we're going to talk about 5G. That's what 5G is allowing. It's allowing basically everybody tomorrow that are you know like from you know their home or anywhere just with a phone to do live streaming, because like in terms of bandwidth, you know, like this is you know like taking a lot of a lot of bandwidths overall. So and what we see is that you know like this technology is made very easy for developers. I mean, providing the fact that you have good developers and that they know how to you know handle the WeChat API, how, how to navigate it. Um, but i think you know like 2020 in the beginning of 2020 especially with the covid happening uh a lot of brands have turned you know like to live stream but at the same time what they do understand with live stream is that if you want to make it you know on ali uh then it's going to be very challenging because once you finish paying tmall and when you have to finish to pay the kol and then you know like all you know like the the subsequent fees then like plus the discount that you need to make then in the end like you're making maybe like 25% of the revenues is coming to your pocket. We're not talking about profit, we're talking about revenue. So 25 to maybe 60% of the revenue, the rest is going you know, like to other people. So it's uh, it's a little bit hard for brands to you know, like have those live stream and still uh, have the opportunity to make a profit out of it. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email, dx at dashwayconsulting.com.